The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said you shall not commit adultery, but I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, Do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of a great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord.
It's a great joy to be with you all tonight. Um, my name is Father Sean Kilcauley. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Lincoln, Nebraska, where I serve as the Family Life Office Director. And um, I'm down here for the Night of Romance. So whatever that's about. Um, no, it's really a, a great joy to be, um, to be with you also at this Mass. So our Lord goes through this long list of you have heard that it was said, but I say to you today. And, and I chose to read the long reading of the gospel reading because I think it's important to listen to all of those things. Especially when we're in, we live in a world and in a culture where sometimes our church is criticized for having too many rules and too much focus on rules. And I hear people say that all the time, like, you have all these rules and you focus on all these rules. And our response to them can sometimes be to come to the defense of having rules. But what our Lord's calling us to today is, is to live at a level, a level higher than that. And to live at a level higher than that. To always seek what is good rather than seeking the minimum standard. And when we, we focus on the minimum standard, sort of like, is this a sin or not a sin? Which is the famous, like, it's the favorite question of young people to ask priests always. Father, is this a sin? What if there's like 15 million mitigating circumstances? Is it still a sin? And like, what's the worst thing I can do and not go to hell? Which is an amazing question. Like, how bad can I treat people? How bad can I get away with treating people without going to hell? Because I just want to be a little better than going to hell. But what our Lord asks us to focus on is, how do I love well? How do I live well? And when we are always focused on rules, then we never really go beyond that. You know, and I was trying to think of a concrete example from my own life, and uh, the best I can come up with is that I'm, I have beard envy. Because, like, in my diocese, we're not allowed to grow beards. So I was looking at Father David, and I was like, ah, oh, I want to have a beard. <laughs> and in fact, I have never been allowed to grow a beard ever since I could biologically grow a beard. Because I was a late bloomer in high school, and then I went to the military academy at West Point for college, and we weren't allowed to grow beards. And then I was an army officer, and we weren't allowed to grow beards. And then I went to the seminary in the Diocese of Lincoln, and we're not allowed to have beards. So just out of mere curiosity, I want to know what that would be like. But I'm pretty sure I would look like many of my classmates, because I have these West Point classmates, and as soon as they got out of the army, they have this, like, three-foot beard going on <laughs> that doesn't even look good. But, but they grow it because they can, right? Because they can. Like sometimes on vacation, I don't shave because I can. And it's not even really that I want to like, look like that. I just do it because I don't have this rule constraining me anymore. 
And, and it would be different. The more virtuous position would be for me to just say, like, I never want to have a beard ever because, like, there's something true and good and beautiful about that. But I don't really know if that translates. So when our Lord talks about these things, he says, no part of the law is going to pass away. So I didn't come to get rid of all these rules, but I came to ask you to live at a level higher than that. So you've heard it said, don't commit adultery. But if you've had impure thoughts about somebody, you're already committing adultery in your heart. So that's what I want you to focus on. You've heard it said, don't kill anybody, but I also want you to focus on just carrying anger and carrying resentment around, and I want you to focus on that. And by the way, if you have anger and resentment towards somebody, I want you to go and make peace with them before you come to the altar, which is a really interesting commandment that he gives us. I want you to go make peace with them before you come to the altar. I was giving a talk at a Protestant conference once, and so it was this conference filled with like 900 evangelical Protestant pastors and me, like I was the only priest. And I gave this talk, and it went really well, and then I had this line of Southern Baptists lining up to come up to me, and, uh, and the interaction went kind of like this. Uh, look, I told all my friends I would do this if I saw you, and uh, I need to ask your forgiveness. Because when I saw there was a priest speaking here, I did not want to hear from a priest. And I thought, I just wanted your talk to be the worst thing I ever heard. And it was the best talk I heard at this conference. And I'm sorry, and I need to ask your forgiveness. And I was like, wow. Like he was totally living into this passage from Matthew's Gospel. And then I had to think to myself, do I do that? Do I do that? Because sometimes I'm kind of judgmental about my brother priest, but I don't tell him. I just go to confession. <laughs> what would my life be like if I told him? You know, what would my life be like if I told him? You know, the minimum standard is like, yes, you have that sin on your soul and you're going to go to confession. You're going to be absolved and that's all true. But how many of us like live at that higher level of going and actually making peace with someone. And for each of these sort of major things, our Lord goes through and he says, these are all the smaller things that you need to be working on right now. And it's important for us to reflect on these because... If we really want to grow in holiness, we always have to be working on, okay, I need to keep working on getting this part out of my life. I need to keep working on clearing the resentments out of my life. I need to work on not zoning out on Netflix anymore. I need to work on... Just clearing out and surrendering all the impure thoughts that go on in my head. I need to work on having a great marriage. I need to work on having a great marriage, not an okay marriage. Because that's what our Lord is offering. 
He offers us an abundant life. And when we really surrender to that abundant life, we experience this kind of joy that he promises us. And it is that joy that can move us to choose all of those right things regardless of whether or not there's a law. And we won't be able to help but to do the most virtuous thing because we're really in love with this person who came into our life and changed everything. And then our answers when we're challenged about why does the church teach what she teaches, our answers become different because our answers just become... Like, I don't really think about it that way. I just am really in love with Jesus, and this is what he moves my heart to do. And that discussion is more compelling. And so today, let us pray that that our Lord send his Holy Spirit upon us, and, and that his Holy Spirit enlighten us to know What are those things in our life that we need to be working on each day? What part of our heart still needs to be purified? Where are we being called to live at a higher level? And we ask him to transform every part of our lives, every part of our heart. So that moved by his love, we might be witnesses of his grace and his love and his mercy. With each person that we encounter.